Craps Journey podcast, episode 27, session report 19. Today is something different, my first backer again. Back over at the uh, Treasury Casino at Brisbane, uh, $100 buy-in, and I tried some mini backer. I uh, found a computer terminal with a live dealer in front so I could watch them deal and reset the shoes. They deal two different games back-to-back, one on the left, one on the right, and they keep alternating. But it must be boring for them because they basically have no interaction with the players, turning cards underneath a video, that's it. They go through deck after deck. Um, this is my first time playing Baccarat, and it was very confusing uh, for me as the dealer was not standing on hands that I thought he should stand on. Uh, and there was one hand I was sure the player had won, but he gave it to the banker and I lost my bet and I felt cheated. But that's purely because I wasn't uh, fully up with the, the rules of my casino. So um, you can't talk, you can't really interact and talk to the dealers. They're trying to concentrate on constantly dealing the cards. Every uh, every 30 seconds, they're dealing a new hand. So uh, there's no real way of recourse for this. So you just basically take it. It's just like playing uh, against a computer, but it's against a live, uh, basically against a live dealer. Um, Treasury Casino has uh, $25 minimum tables uh, where you actually sit at the table or $10 minimum computer terminals for the live for the live dealer. I've since found, um, since playing uh, from this recording, I've since found that uh, they are $1 and $2.50 uh, computers with not the live dealer, with just the normal uh, computer-generated dealers. So um, speaking with uh, my friendly craps dealers as I do and I'm starting to get to know them more and more uh, the casino is allowed a certain amount of pokey machines uh, for every fixed table game that they have so since they don't really have the space in Brisbane in Treasury Casino they don't basically they don't have very much space at all uh, because they've basically retrofitted an existing uh, heritage building from uh, 1890 so they didn't build them with great space back th- in those days and and that's just how it was so what's happening is is that um, they don't have the space so what they do is they put the computer terminals in which play multi-games baccarat roulette sick bow uh, all in the one terminal and each terminal is classified as a full table and then they're allowed more pokey so it's an amazing way to get around legislation you stack all these uh all these terminals in which effectively become a table and you can stack more pokey machines in on top of each other so it's an amazing way um it was good to play a game sitting down rather than craps which i usually do which is standing up um and testing out some basic line betting type strategies the 50 50 but at a faster rate than the craps table would uh where you play a hand at craps the line bet comes out you might wait any number of rolls before that line bet is resolved whereas with baccarat it's immediate you place the line bet 50 50 or a tie and it's resolved straight away so uh each hand like i said each hand every 30 30 to 40 seconds you'll get a hand going so uh very fast um the uh full baccarat tables uh 
I just can't, I can't even watch the full game. It is extremely painful. Uh, players squeezing the cards and taking one minute to reveal the card they've been dealt. Uh, sorry, folks, if uh, you listen to this and you're one of the players that like to squeeze the cards, damage the cards, rip the cards, do whatever with the cards, I see no, I see no point in it whatsoever. Please enlighten me. Put a comment uh, on the uh, on the blog post that is attached to this uh, particular podcast. Please enlighten me what the whole point is with squeezing the cards. I don't see a point in it. It's such a waste of time and uh, ruining the cards at the same time. Uh, I basically just was watching it for a short time, felt like reaching over and turning the damn thing over for them. It was, I don't know, I found it to be uh, a bit of a joke, but enlighten me. Um, basically, I tried out a, a trend and an anti-trend strategy uh, coupled with a win and loss progression and a regression that I've been trying with craps, but it just takes too long to resolve a line bet with craps and I get bored. So uh, Baccarat seems like a game where you can test out your standard line bets, like a pass line bet or a don't pass line bet strategy, basic strategy, um, with, with Baccarat where it's a quick, quick to resolve. Um, the, the game of craps though is still my favorite game. Uh, I think that, uh, just sitting around tapping on a screen, uh, without the dealer in front of you, I don't know, it just seems kind of wrong. Uh, there's no connection to the outcome of the hand. You, you have no, you can't touch it. You can't like, you just have absolutely nothing to do with the hand whatsoever. Um, I was basically down $25, then got back up again. I didn't follow my strategy. I kept getting lost in my position on the strategy. Uh, and then I realized you could actually write stuff down with, um, with Baccarat and you can even use your phone when you're sitting at the terminals. It was that. That was a breath, fresh, fresh, uh, breath of fresh air. That was really good. The um, the skilled based computer games, though, I think might be uh, a bit more uh, where you are really interacting with the game. I've seen some that are coming out in the USA casinos, and that might sway my opinion on on uh, on on individual computer terminals uh, if they ever get to Australia for me to try them. But uh, craps for me is still the best. But I'm looking forward to actually road testing more Baccarat plays, so uh, stay tuned for that. Um, Colour in, $105, $5 plus uh, in one hour. End of session report.